Yeah, start rolling. Okay, check, check, check. Check, check, check. Here we are recording What I Miss, episode whatever the fuck. Well said. Thank you. I'm a host. Okay. Get so, it. this episode <laughs> is about a film. It's my number two. We're on number We're two. We're on number two, which Look is impressive. Us. Look at us doing stuff. Doing this is my stuff. number two favorite movie of all time. I love, love this movie. It's called Blue Valentine. You talked it? No, I mean, like, hi, bye, how are you? Fine, good, how are you? How are you? Yeah, he asked me how I was. And you told him? Stars Michelle Williams and Ryan Gosling. It's uh, directed by Derek C in France. Cyan France? C in France? I'm not sure. Frankenstein. Cyan France? <laughs> Frankenstein. It's pronounced Frankenstein. It is about a couple, Dean and Cindy. It's about the, the, the journey of their relationship. Uh, and I think it is... I mean, it's my number two. I think it's effing phenomenal. I think it's... People think I'm trying to be funny when I say this. I think it's the greatest, most romantic, beautiful love story I've ever seen. I gave you the goddamn answer, and you don't like it. That's why I don't fucking talk to you. No, I'm not going to hit you. You're the bad guy, not me, asshole. I'm the bad guy. Yeah, asshole. People think it's sad. That's what I thought was funny. I Googled the film beforehand to do a little research, and the number one result that comes up is, is Blue Valentine sad? (laughs) And I just like to imagine people that are like, ooh, what's this romance movie with Ryan Gosling and Michelle Williams? Oh, wait, is it sad? Like, uh, I just think that's really funny. And so, no, I don't, I think it's sad because there are sad parts, but overall, I think it's a very, it's just beautiful. It's love, because love is sad too. Mm-hmm. It's all right. I'm, I'm going to, I don't want to, no, I'm going to bury the lead here. So just, to, I think this could be a really short episode because the movie's basically perfect. So there's not really much to talk about. Keith? <laughs> uh, let's cut it. Let's cut in that music. <laughs> I'll, I'll start with what I think the, the main takeaway of this film for me is, and I'd love to hear your opinion on it. Because I am left after watching that uh, heartbreaking film, uh, it shouldn't be as it said, it is heartbreaking. The only takeaway I have, and I can't see another takeaway from it, so again, I want your opinion. The only takeaway I have is Michelle Williams is a monster. <laughs> That's the only takeaway I have. I, her character, not not Michelle Williams as a person, (laughs) she's great. (laughs) Michelle Williams' character in this film, I I, uh, I don't understand. I don't understand. She is just awful. That's how I interpret it. And and for someone who actually understands film, (laughs) this is why I ask you these questions. Because all I see is Ryan Gosling doing his absolute best to love this woman and to be a husband and a father to a child that is not his. And and nobody's perfect, sure, um, he has flaws. We all have flaws. But he is is doing everything he can and it is so clear that he loves her from the moment they meet. He loves her unwavering, 
undying love for this woman. And she does nothing for majority of the film. There's like three scenes, two scenes, where she's like, all right, fine, we'll have fun today. But every other scene, is she is like, I don't, I don't like you. And she's distant and pushing him away and saying things about him and like just po- poking him or putting him down. And, and then they just break up, like the end. Like what, what, is, what redeemable qualities does Michelle Williams character have? Question one, sub question, what did he do that was so bad and so irreversible to their relationship where she just says, there's nothing here for you, nothing here. Well, I don't know what warrants that response. I think it's just funny because I think this is just a little aside is you and I worked together at a place that in the, in the, that, that, that showed, that required like an HR training to show, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> to show an example, you know, sh- to show how to spot an abusive relationship and yeah. the things we can do as, as co-workers to, uh, to, to help out or whatever, to, to call attention to situations and be there for someone. And as part of this third party training that came in, they showed us a scene from Blue Valentine, which is the scene where Ryan Gosling goes into the, her place of work at the end, the, the, the hospital or doctor's office and starts uh, roughing people up and gets a little <laughs> physical. Yeah, You've been emailing my wife? Excuse me? You're the guy emailing my wife? Oh my God! Oh my God! Stop it! Don't! 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 One, I just remember watching that and immediately sitting up and being like, oh, I love this scene. This is one of my favorite movies. <laughs> Everyone was like, uh, like, I don't think you could say that. And then as it got over, I was like, fucking brilliant. Like, just like I wanted to stand in applause. And it's supposed to be this example of this horribly abusive relationship. So I think it's funny too that your takeaway is like, what did what did he ever do wrong? Like, what did he ever do but love her unconditionally? Uh, I think to answer your question, to go to the bigger, it's a it's a higher, bigger picture thing is, I don't think that it's so much necessarily that he's done something so horrible uh, that makes her act the way that she does, but I think her emotions are fair. Uh, I think the way she feels and the way she's reacting, I think that's one of the things that might be the key thing that makes this film work so well is I think it's pretty equal opportunity for both of them to show that they are flawed individuals and that there's clearly uh, love there between them that is real, real and deep, but they've, they've lost their way. They've drifted apart in certain ways. So if I was going to literally try to list things for you, Thank Ryan you. Gosling is clearly an alcoholic. I mean, the, the first scene of the movie, he wakes up on a, the easy chair. He slept in, the, in his clothes, from his work clothes from the day before. He's got a beer in his hand. He's, uh, he's unhealthy. He's, he, he just paints houses. She's, she's trying to become a doctor. And he's, you know, just sitting at home, which is like, cool, okay, he's, he is a very loving father. And he's, uh, he's very affectionate. But also, you know, he, she, he uh, kind of cuts out her legs a little bit on some of the, the disciplining the child. Where it's like, come on, man. Like, be a parent with me. Don't just be another kid. I don't need to raise two kids here. He's eating uh, raisins with her off of the kitchen table. Even after the mom says, don't. Please don't do that. Like, we're not doing it. So it's like, yeah. When, when she gets, when it all climaxes with her saying, there's nothing here for you anymore. I've got nothing left for you. Nothing. 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 There is nothing here for you. That is that is a result of a long period of time of her falling 
out of love with him. So she's saying, this is done. This is done. I have no connection to you because you're not the person who I fell in love with, who was this handsome, charming, funny, vivacious musician, you know, like, like that. So I get that. I think that that's fair. And then it turns out that he is capable of physical altercations. It doesn't seem like with her, but, you know, he gets, he's clearly a handful himself. <laughs> yeah, no, don't, don't get me wrong. I get the, the, they both have flaws. Understood 100%. It just feels like what anyone would want in their, their spouse or their partner is love, uh, you know, uh, affection, attentiveness, you know, w- willingness to put them, you know, as a priority in their lives. You know, when he's, when, when she, when they're having that confrontation um, in, in the hotel room or, you know, it's really <laughs> over the whole, that's like their, the span of that one day, but like they're in the, they're in the hotel room, they're, they're talking back and forth and she says like, why don't you, you don't, want to do more you just want to pain or whatever and he but his response is like but i get to be with you and that's all i want to do i don't want to do anything else that's what i want to do i work so i can do that i get to come home every day and be a good husband and be a good father like why i don't understand why his lack of drive in 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 so he doesn't want to be a doctor so he doesn't want to be a lawyer if his priority in life is to be a good father and a good husband, I don't understand how that, how you reach such a visceral breaking point. I'd like to see you have a job where you don't have to start drinking at eight o'clock in the morning to go to it. No, I have a job that I can drink at eight o'clock in the morning. What a luxury, you know? It comes back to what I think is uh, maybe the greatest strength of this film is the realness. I feel like this movie is the most real movie I've ever seen. And that's why I love it, and that's why I think it's so beautiful, is because, like, this is a real look at a very real couple. Uh, like, they... Like, all the dirt and all the all the good stuff, too, but all the shit that, like, you don't often see portrayed in such a realistic way. So I think, I think sure, uh, you, you, can, you can say that maybe her feelings are a little... A little much, uh, if that's how you feel. But I think that that is the result of just that minuscule erosion over time. Mm-hmm. Where that is a result of years of, of every morning. Is this going to be a morning I wake up and, and he's on the couch with a beer can spilt over and still covered in paint from two days before. And he's getting heavy and he's losing his hair. And, and this is the guy who like made me feel like we were going to take on the world together and... We used to have goals and aspirations. Like, drive... It, it, people value different things in a partner, obviously. But I, I don't think that... Uh, think, you know, that someone having that drive or aspirations are, any ne- are necessarily any less valuable than having someone that's super affectionate and wants to be there all the time. You know, like people value different things. Yeah. So if she's the kind of person that's like, yeah, we're, we're going to be together... And this guy's a fucking knight in shining armor, and he wants to be a family with me and my bastard daughter. <laughs> Sorry, I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> great, right? Like, what we're going to take on the future. And then within three years, he's just like, nah, man, I'm painting houses. I'm going to start drinking at 8 a.m. every day. But I get to be home with you guys. Like, you'd be like, uh, I don't know that this is what I signed up for.
One of the things that works best is the fact that the film sort of leads you, like initially you think, oh, Ryan Gosling's fucking awesome. Like he's this great fun dad. And then you kind of come by, oh no, he's kind of drinking all the time. And he's clearly, he's clearly like the immature one that's making life harder for Michelle Williams in a lot of ways. And then you, it kind of just goes back and forth, goes back and forth. And then the big shoe drop is when you find out it's not his kid. And that's like, oh my God, he's the greatest man in the world. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. like I had that reaction. Like, this guy's fucking awesome. Like, you got to deal with however you can. You got to, you put up with it because he was willing to do this and da, da 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 That's how much he loves you. Yeah. So, but that, that, that to me, that's one of the things, this is, these are the kind of films I want to make. The ones that like make you go back and forth almost between the two protagonists of like who you're really aligned with. Yeah. And so then you, you watch it and then you rewatch it and then you rewatch it. And you start to just like, it becomes one where you're just like, oh, this is how, this is a relationship. Is some, the people are all in the gray area that we always talk about. It's not binary. Yeah. Sometimes people are really good and sometimes people are not so great. But that's part of a complex thing that is human. Yeah. <sighs> Quote that. <laughs> Leading into your point about the most um, real representation of a relationship, the film, from a, from a filmmaking standpoint, what I was very intrigued with and interested in, it felt like a documentary in a, in a good way. It felt very raw mm -hmm. and it felt, it, it almost felt like there wasn't a script at times. And I don't say that in like a negative way. It, it, mm -hmm. it, it, it felt like this was just cameras were rolling and they were, they were catching the, these natural moments between this couple. It was, and the performances and the style of filmmaking being so well go, go hand in hand, like making it really strong in that capacity. But little things that like, people are in the way of shots a lot, where, where naturally I would feel like a, someone would be like, oh, no, can you move your hand when you yeah. say that? You know, where a director might cut and say, uh, or someone walks into frame, there's super long, just long, wide takes. Just long, yeah. wide takes. and. And, and usually you don't, get a, you don't get as much emotion from those from wider takes. You want to be tighter and closer. And uh, yeah. they're, they're like, audio seemed like, sometimes it's like, was that person even mic'd? Like there's like a, someone off camera who's just, they're just a little bit quieter. There's, they're, the, the audio didn't seem as like heavily processed or heavily mixed, you know? Yeah. But all of it was in a good way. I don't, I don't mean to make it sound like these were bad technical things. It just all made me feel like this is just a really raw thing that really happened and our cameras yeah. were there to catch it and we put it together. Uh, it felt very honest in, in that way, mainly from the filmmaking um, standpoint. So that, that, that I thought was, that stood out to me as like, man, this, that, that's really good. That was really yeah. excellent, um, excellently done. I was impressed with that. Awesome, yeah, 100%. I think it's, it's so natural. Everything just feels so natural. Uh, nothing feels like a set. Yeah. Nothing feels staged. It, it's all, and you know, because that's the thing, that might be one of the top three or four things I hate about a lot of movies, uh, particularly more like mainstream big movies that come out, is, is it's so clear that everyone is right on their marks and yeah. the lights are all perfect and everybody has this glow. And it's like, no, that's not, that's not this. And I think that's another reason why I like it so much uh, a step even beyond just how natural and real it is and how that fits for the story. But again, just 
like the way that I want to make films is like in playing to what my strengths are, which is more documentary based. Like this is the best version of any kind of film I think I could make is it looks we're rolling with what's natural. Oh, that wasn't supposed to happen in the background, but we're going with it because that's what's really happening. And I just really, I think to your point exactly, it, it makes the story, which is already very real, feel even more real. Um, I read about this film, one, that that was intentional, you know, that it was shot sort of in a documentary style. And two, one of the most fascinating things I've read about a movie is uh, Ryan Gosling and Michelle Williams and the actress who plays their daughter the the production had them stay in that house together it was for at least a month before shooting but they lived in that house together as a family and wow. developed so like some of i think at some point he's watching old videos of of, of the daughter playing with the dog or something home movies those yeah. were shot during that month of just them hanging out with a handy cam and and playing these roles and that to me just blows my mind because that, that sort of sounds like it might be one of those things where people are trying too hard and, and you're like, oh, do, do, do they really need to do that? You need to go live in this house for a month. But then you see the results borne out, you know what I mean? And I think that that's, that's yeah. really beautiful and fascinating. Yeah. Is you, they, they seem like a family. Yeah. Okay, I love you like crazy. <laughs> oh, really? Because I love you like crazy. Okay, guys, we got to go. We're going to be late. I think in a film that has so many high points, this will probably be the 10th time I say this is my favorite thing about this movie. There are so many good things about this movie. I think the performances are probably the best. That's the first thing I noticed when I watched the movie for the first time back when. And it stays with me every time. I, I, I'm not trying to be exaggerative or hyperbolic, but I think that it's two of the best acting performances from those two leads uh, ever. I think they both should have won. <laughs> yeah, they were both nominated, uh, right? He wasn't nominated, she was nominated and did not win. But I think that that's just a crime. I think that, like, I'm not someone, I'm not some huge Ryan Gosling fan. I like him in certain roles. I think that this is just a phenomenal performance. I think it's so good, and, and he does so such a good job. Like, he's always good at being the kind of young, charming, funny, flirtatious. He, he, that's his wheelhouse, and he's awesome at that. What's your name? Go away. Go away. Go away. That's a weird name. But to be sort of this 10 years older guy who's chubby and his life is slipping away and he's losing, he is so good yeah. in all that stuff. When he gets really emotional uh, from everything in the hotel and then when, you know, when they have their big blow up at the end, like, and Michelle Williams, I think, is, might be the most talented actress working today. Uh, I think that she is, and everything she's in, I'm just... I'm just all the way in. Uh, I think she's so, so good. So the two of them together are just firing on all cylinders. And that, I mean, it's about them. The movie is them. The little girl is, is really great, too. She, yeah, she's, she's a really she, was, she did actor. a good job. So the, the, with the three of them together and then just the two of them, it's like, it's, a, it's just a, it's an acting clinic. It's so perfect. And again, back to the realness, it doesn't ever feel rehearsed. They no. kind of talk over each other a few times. And I think that, that was another thing I read was, that they let them play a little bit more. Like, just, this is what you're talking about, go. And they kind yeah. of improvised a lot of it. it, it and it, it felt that way. It, that's why I said it didn't feel like it had, like, a real script, or they weren't, like, tied to it. They're like, this is the point of the scene. Go. Yeah. So, why, why do you hate it? Like, well, you, you sound like you like it a lot. It's great performances, great directing. 
Well, it takes me to a sad place. I, 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 I woke up my wife and I hugged her after I watched <laughs> the film, but just to hold her, just to, just to yeah. her to know that I love her. Uh, yeah. It's so. It'll slip away. No, I'm sorry. I'm just kidding. I'm so sorry. I was fucked up. As soon as I said it, I felt terrible. But it's, no, I mean joke. we both it's, know it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> the blue Valentine joke. Blue Valentine humor. <laughs> so back to the other point you said, and this is this is probably man. This is I I fully acknowledge I might be wrong. But to me, about time. This, the, the ending is very ambiguous, and I don't think they decidedly break up. And so I think that that's one of the reasons why people think this film's so sad, is you watch the, it's a slow viewing of this dying relationship, and I think, I think they don't break up. I think, I think, yeah, in I've in never what thought world? that from in the first time world? I saw it. What would make you think that they do not break up? Because at the end, like, they're screaming at each other, but then they kind of hug, and they're both, like, crying. And I think they're crying for a hundred different reasons, but one of the reasons is because they know they can't quit each other. And that's what makes the film so beautiful and powerful and sad and tragic and, and romantic, is, like, that is love. Is they, they, they might know and be able to prove to each other that they'd be better off separate. Uh, that they'd be happier, uh, that their lives would be better, and they can't do it. They can't let go of each other because of uh, all these different reasons, and that is beautiful and sad, and that's what love is, is it's beautiful and sad. It's peaks and valleys. It's fucked up, and it's lovely, and it's, you know? So I just think that, to me, makes it such a beautiful love story, is, look, maybe he's just taking a walk around the block to cool off, Maybe, like, you don't think that tomorrow they're going to be back in the same house? Of course they are. Of course they are. I don't. She oh, seems yeah. very resolute. The only thing I will say, and it was one of my favorite scenes in your defense, but I don't think so, but to, to advocate on your side, the, the only thing in the film that would make me believe that you are right was arguably my favorite scene of, of the film is when he thro- throws the wedding ring. And then he gets out of the car as it's still moving to go look for it, and she helps him. Yeah, like, I almost cried right now. Yeah, like it's that. The, that that scene is 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 very emotionally charged. It's very yes. sad and powerful. Yes, I'm tearing and, up and beautiful. Uh, the fact that she gets out of the car and how it's so important to him. It's so yeah. clearly important to him, and therefore important to her in that moment. Right that after they, he just got her fired and yeah. punched her boss. Yeah, like. They're getting back together. So I still don't believe I still don't believe that wholeheartedly, but that scene does speak to that potential. But at the end of the film, I am left with that I do feel like he just he goes a separate. They, they'll probably be in each other's lives, but I don't know. I don't think in in a romantic. You know, but even co- even co- in parent. that way, even if they're just in each other's lives, that to me is still. It's not a happy ending, but it's still beautiful <laughs> and romantic because that's, you know, like people have children together and then they get divorced and then they rekindle and then they fall apart and then they years later reconcile like and that cycle of pain is beautiful in its own shitty weird way because that's life and that's that's humans. And I think that the, this movie is just the perfect embodiment of 
just how fucked up we all are, but we're all trying so hard and finding love in those in those moments of life in between all the shittiness is so important and and it makes it all so much more impactful and fuck man that movie's so good i i I just i love it so much she just seems different you know i don't know like how different i don't know i just got a feeling about it i've said several times about perfect films right yeah so this to me was always a perfect film in my head i thought from top to bottom this film for what it is. That's what I always say. For what it is. Like, I think Tremors is a perfect film. Does that mean I think Tremors is one of the best movies of all time? Yes. But does that... <laughs> but do I think it's literally, like, belongs on the Mount Rushmore of cinema? No, obviously not. But I think for what it is, Tremors just, is a perfect the, film. The juxtap- I want to talk about Tremors if you're not... The, uh, <laughs> juxtaposition of this whole beautiful speech about love and this <laughs> raw film and then you're like and also tremors you know also tremors guys <laughs> broke into the wrong goddamn rec room didn't you you bastard no but i'm sorry so i'm saying that as an example of a movie that it can be kind of a stupid genre flick and still be perfect for being that so mm-hmm. i've always thought of blue valentine is like this perfect movie but i will get to my two nitpicks that are just so minor, um, and they are performance-related, sort of, is, and they're only in scenes, too, because these, these actors do fine in other scenes. Um, but the, maybe the two little half a seconds that keep this from being top-to-bottom, perfect movie, is the performance of Bobby, her boyfriend who gets their baby daddy, uh, in the scene when he comes to try to make up with her in the past, and she's pushing her grandma or whatever into the house, He's got flowers, and he's trying to, like, make up. Could you, could you talk to me for five minutes, please? And, and he's, like, telling the grandma, you have such a beautiful, wonderful granddaughter. Did you know that? And she's like, yeah. And they go inside, and, he, and she's like, no, no, no. And she, like, closes the door. He's like, you're acting like a total bitch. I'm trying to say I'm sorry, and you're acting like a total bitch? Like, screams that at the door, and yeah. just, like, you're not saying that. Even if you're a big bro wrestler... Like, in front of the grandma, you're trying to make a... And you're just going to snap that quickly? I, I don't like that part. And then the well, other part... just goes part, to speak about that character. He is a, he is a douchebag. And I it know, also goes that, to say... you can be a douchebag and not... Like, that just... I said very nitpicky. No, but... but, I but think, uh, I'm, I, I, no, 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 you're right. Go ahead. I, I'm sorry to argue on this small point, yeah. but, like, <laughs> I disagree with you. <laughs> this is the hill I want to die This on. is it. This is it. But I, but I, I think it does two things. I, I think it does, one, establish him as someone you don't like and you don't want them, like, from an audience standpoint, like, oh, I don't want them to be together. And two, I think it establishes the type of guy that is in her life, that she, that she is attracted to. She wants that guy to be a man the whole movie. Okay. Fuck you. Okay. You Fuck you. Yeah, I'm more man you know than what, you lady? are. You fucking I am. I am. What I is can it with handle shit it. Being a man. What, what is that? Yeah. Well, what, what does it even mean? What is it? What does it mean? What does it mean to be a man? You're scaring us. Don't say it. She wants him to be aggressive and tough and all that shit. And he is that. He's a wrestler. He's screaming at her grandmother. Like he he beats that that guy up. Like he is the antithesis of Ryan Gosling. And those, I think, is he's emblematic of 
the type of guy that she douchey, physical, aggressive douchebags. Well, that's because of her upbringing. Correct. Perhaps. A hundred percent. And the guy that she's with is the opposite of that. And she feels more comfortable. So him saying that line may feel wrong to you, but it's it paints a vivid picture of, I think it does more for, for her character and the development of her, just in that one line, just in that one little exchange. Right. So I think it's necessary. You're right. It's the best part of the movie. You're right. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. The other, Sorry. The other Continue. one, which, which I think I shouldn't laugh at and I shouldn't make light of, but I, I do think it's a little funny in the way that it's performed, which is in one of the, I don't want to call them flashbacks, but like past scenes where she's at the table and it's illustrating her abusive father. And like, it just, you know, I know that there really are fucking animals out there like this that are just terrible to their families and sit at the dinner table and throw food and break plates and stuff. But this guy just goes from zero to 60 in the blink of an eye, which again, is probably very realistic, but just the way he's like, we're supposed to eat this shit. Yeah, yeah. They're like... We're supposed to eat this garbage? Huh? Sorry. Do you want me to make you some eggs? No! I want you to enjoy your goddamn dinner! It's like they told him, like, just go fucking... <laughs> like, no, there's no... There's nothing. And again... There's, there's probably people, God bless you, who are like from those situations that are like, that's how it is. You never know when they're going to fly off. So I, I digress to a certain yeah. extent. But that part stood out to me more the last time I watched it. It was like, Jesus, dude. Like, yeah. like, you just, it, like just, <laughs> his, his specific lines about like, we're supposed to eat this shit or eat whatever this shit. it is. It feels, to me, it did stick out to me as well. It felt more like, like a 1950s interpretation of a bad marriage or whatever because like a, a man coming home for his hot meal and to be yeah. you know he's the head of the household and like you need to serve me and like it, it feels so out of date and out of touch like in 2020 that that's how a relation like i'm supposed to you're supposed to feed me like uh, i'm not supposed to eat this fucking meatloaf like uh, make me another yeah, thing wench speaking to the the realness of the rest of the movie that's why those those two little slight misses for me stand out so much whereas another movie they probably wouldn't because everything everything else or just about everything else feels so non-rehearsed and yeah. doesn't feel like they feel so natural and those ones just feel like that doesn't feel quite as natural yeah of, of, of a delivery to me like that guy knows that line and the the writer or the director whomever was like this is how a this is how a dad gets mad you know at yeah. the dinner table and it just, yeah. it just all just a slight miss <clears throat> so still <laughs> pretty strong Pretty strong movie. One line of dialogue. Did you like the movie? Uh, (laughs) Like is such a weird word for the movies that you like. Like, I don't find enjoyment from any of the films that you like. Like, these are just, they're just not what I find enjoyment. Like, I was uncomfortable wire to wire. I'm uncomfortable the entire time. Now, does that make it a good film? Yes. But do I like the film? Like, do I want to put myself in that headspace where I'm like, oh God, my, my wife's going to leave me and she's going to fall out of love and this, I get to watch an abusive relationship unfold over, like, I don't enjoy doing, watching those types of film. I just don't enjoy it. Not to say that they're bad or there's not a place for them or they shouldn't be valued. Like, I'm not saying that at all. I just don't, I just don't enjoy it. Like, people don't 
like horror films because you just don't want to be scared all the time. That's like, I, I don't enjoy watching these films. I, I recognize the talent and the, the, the good product that it is, but I just, I'm not like, I'm not going to go watch this again. You know, like I'm not going to run out and watch this again. Be like, oh, I got to see that again. Yeah. But that's my personal taste. It's shitty, as you know. I have shitty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're aware. Oh, I thought I, I. You probably noticed this, but I think of just a funny little thing. Funny is uh, Bobby Ontario, who's the boyfriend, um, or the, the original boyfriend. When she runs into him in the liquor store, uh, he has a hat on that says "World's Greatest Dad." Oh, I didn't know. <laughs> you didn't see that? Yeah, yeah, he's got a hat on that says "World's Greatest Dad." So I thought that's that's clever. That's clever. I noticed that though, when they first meet and have their first real conversation on the bus that they're like driving beneath a rainbow like there's a lot of really beautiful shots in this movie that i think are really great i lo- i just love everything about their back and forth in the flirtatious early days you really i mean that's that makes the film palatable i think for most people is that there it's the the darkness of the modern day is really counterbalanced by how likable they both are and how how much you enjoy watching their relationship develop and uh, and just like the way he flirts, I forget the exact line, but he says something like when he's he's asking, he gives her his business card and says, "If you call this number right here, and then you ask for me, they'll tell me you call." Great. Who's, who should I say is calling? Me? <laughs> I think I think that is a really that's a really fun little thing. I love her her uh, pedophile joke on the bus. Yes, yeah, it's, it's I've repeated I've repeated that I've oft repeated that joke to people, and most people don't laugh. And they don't like it. It's it's a very I laughed out loud. I was like, that's a funny yeah, joke. It's really funny. <laughs> the little boy looks up at the child molester and he says, "Gee, Mister, I'm getting scared." And the child molester looks down at him and says, you think "You're scared. Joke. I gotta walk out of here alone." I gotta walk out of here alone. That's <laughs> it's fucked up, but it's funny. <laughs> Classic. Willy Wonka humor. <laughs> the film was originally rated NC-17 for, I think, the... Oddly enough, it wasn't the scene in the hotel room. It was for when he goes down on her towards the end of the movie when they were younger. I don't know why. That, that doesn't seem... That, the, the scene in the hotel room was much more intense. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, they had a problem with that until the Weinstein Company, your boy, went and uh, put some Stop weight on him. associating me with these monsters. <laughs> Um, oh, that's funny. The last thing I have written here on my notes is it just says her helping him look for the ring. Dot dot dot. Yeah, it's it's a great scene. It's 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 just a great moment. It's not even a scene. Like it's it's ten seconds. Like it's yeah. It's that that scene speaks to, to all filmmakers, aspiring filmmakers out there. The 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 conciseness, like length, doesn't equal weight emotional stakes, emotional weight to a scene. Like if it, you can, you can do something in 10 seconds, 15 seconds, that means the most. Like yeah. it has nothing to do with length of time that you spend on a topic or a subject. You don't have to belabor points. And I say this a little bit to myself. You don't have to belabor points, Keith. You just, you, you can, you can just show something that is emblematic of so much more and say so much more with five seconds. Well said, well said filmmaker Keith. <laughs> you have any you. closing thoughts? I'll say one other thing. The, the second thing that I liked the most ab- about the film uh, was the credits. I really enjoyed the credits. 
the because I'm I'm watching the end. I'm watching the you know Ryan Gosling walk away, and there's these fireworks going off. And in my head, I was like, why? Like, is it the 4th of July? Like, what is the setting? Like it, it, like, it was so apparent. I'm like, there has to be a reason. Like, why is this? Like, it just drew so much attention to it. And then the credits were awesome. I, I love, like, their, their images within the, mm-hmm. you know, within the fireworks. And you can, it just tells so much more of their story, it feels like. It just feels like there's just so much more to these characters that are happening within these fireworks. And then I'm thinking, man, that's just such a great uh, metaphor or symbol. Symbolism probably is the word I'm looking for. It's a great, it's such symbolic, you know, explanation of their relationship. It's, it's volatile. It's fireworks. It explodes, but also beautiful. Like yeah. fireworks are an explosion that is beautiful. And, and yeah. seeing their images, you know, over their relationship in these explosive yet beautiful things, I was like, wow, that's... That's kind of genius. Like I just, I, I like, I just thought it was really awesome and really and looked pretty and just emotionally spoke to the the values of the film. I just thought were awesome. Thank you. Do, did you make the <laughs> film? Like what? Like, I take this all as a personal compliment. It's, to me. No, you're the worst, and I hate you. <laughs> I hate you for making me watch these miserable films. I really wish I could have watched this with you. That was what I really wanted to do. Because I would have just been doing this the whole time. Yeah. Like looking uh, for you for reactions. Yeah. It's hard for me to watch abusive relationships. It is hard. It is hard for me to get Pussy. through Pussy. Shout out to Richie Rauscher, who's one of our biggest, one of our biggest fans. He's Thanks, watched Richie. at least two episodes. Uh, which Go for three. automatically puts you at the top. Quit being so obsessed with us.